Hey, what's good, fam? It's Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com. We're talking the number one ranked recruiting class in the entire country. And just an hour ago, we were talking the number one ranked college football team in the country, right? Things going really well for the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm here to talk about recruiting this dynamic recruiting class with Andrew Bone. Bone, what's up, man? How's it going, brother? It don't stop. And we're just good. I love it. You know, there's a lot of other programs that wish they were in this position you know, I, I love covering the Alabama Crimson Tide. I mean, I, I see it as a blessing. You're able to talk about the the best, right? The the best on Saturdays, the best on Friday nights. And my goodness, I mean, Alabama has put together such a dynamic class. It's really been incredible to see. And just recently, uh, Rivals.com added two more five stars to this overall class. So kind of want to talk about uh, the new additions that are five stars. Want to talk about uh, key remaining targets and, and also talk about some key movements uh, in the Rivals 250. I'll pop that on the screen right now and um, you can just go for it. I mean, there, there's a ton of guys to kind of go over. So why don't you kind of just give everybody a, a quick update on the Alabama commitments, targets, and the Rivals 250? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a great, uh, you know, great showing for Alabama. Um, I'm sure there's some other fan bases that are uh, that are upset about Alabama getting a lot of love uh, from the rival staff. But, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with a lot of these guys were just, you know, underrated. Um, you know, for for most of their you know recruitment, and you know, a lot of these guys weren't seen during the spring. They weren't seen during the summer. Um, you know, a lot of these rankings, you know, it's because you know a lot of these recruiting analysts were able to go out and see players for the first time. I mean, the first time a lot of these guys have been seen since last football season. So, you know, Alabama has it recruits extremely well. Um, you know, they do a great job of evaluating. And, um, you know, a lot of these guys that, you know, we've talked about for a long time, we've talked about how a lot of these guys are underrated and, um, you know, will probably get moved up after the season. So people shouldn't be surprised by this. Um, you know, I think, you know, Alabama you know, has separated themselves a little bit more uh, from Ohio State uh, in terms of you know, having the number one overall rated class in the country. Um, you know, some big name guys that are still out there for Alabama. But, you know, you look at a guy like J.C. Latham, um, you know, at IMG Academy, making a huge move, um, you know, from, you know, I say huge, and I say in the regard of, you know, going all the way up to number two. I mean, he was number 22 or 23, excuse me, overall. Uh, but going all the way up to number two and jumping, you know, guys like Amaris Mims, Tommy Brockermeyer, um, you know, I think that's a huge move for him. And, um, yeah, there was some debate if he was the number one uh, overall player in the country. And I think that debate's still going on. Um, you know, I think they're going to really talk about that uh, in the final rankings update, uh, which is uh, in January, about mid-January, they'll do a final rankings update. And, you know, you never know. J.C. Latham may end up being the number one overall player. You know, right now it's Mason Smith, who was number five uh, in the country and, uh, you know, made a move to number one. And, you know, it's hard to disagree there. I mean, you go watch the table on Mason Smith. I mean, I haven't seen a defensive lineman move like that, uh, an interior defensive lineman move like that in, in quite a long time. I mean, he is an impressive, impressive player. And, um, yeah, I think you could really, you know, you know, obviously he's number one, but I, I think there's a strong case for him to be uh, number one. And, uh, you know, J.C. Latham at number two, um, you know, some other Alabama targets, J, you know, JT Tuomola, number six. You know, I think if JT Tuomola, uh, you know, had a football season, you know, he fell a couple spots. But you know, I think it's just obviously because, you know, some of the players, you know, rose a little bit. But you know, I think he could easily challenge for that number one overall spot. And then, you know, Tommy Brockermeyer, 
you know, coming back off his shoulder surgery, missed his entire junior season. Uh, so a lot of people were really anxious to see how he was going to perform. And he's been lights out all football season. You know, had a great senior year so far. And, uh, you know, I think he was you – know, he could easily make the case for the number one offensive tackle um, in the country. You know, you got another Alabama target on there, Kamar Wheaton, who's sitting at number 10. And then Dallas Turner humongous move. I mean, that's probably the talk of, uh, uh, of this, you know, rankings update is Dallas Turner's move, um, you know, from being outside the rivals 100 all the way to five stars. And we talked about, we've talked about this probably several times throughout the year, um, you know, about how Dallas Turner could potentially have a, a rise in the rankings. Like we saw William Anderson uh, last year. And um, I think that, yeah, you look in the state of Florida, and we saw so many kids in the state of Florida really get, um, you know, bumped up this year, uh, this recruiting cycle, uh, or excuse me, this rankings update. Uh, and I think it's just because, you know, it was just started off kind of bad. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of kids were, you know, a lot of the analysts were waiting to see them during the spring, during the summer, and then just never moved them, just kind of kept them in the same spot, uh, and nothing ever happened. You know, we had. Uh, you know, Rob Cassidy, who, who was covering the state of Florida, you know, no longer covering Florida anymore, now covering, uh, you know, basketball on the rivals beat. Uh, you know, so I think that, you know, probably had a little bit to do with it, just not having anybody, uh, you know, really paying that much attention to the, to the state of Florida. Now they are. Dallas Turner gets a much deserved uh, rankings boost. I mean, you know, he's had an, having an unbelievable senior season, um, you know. I guess uh, you know you look at some of these other Alabama commitments who are in the um, in the top 100. Corey Brooks, Corey Brooks, a little bit surprising that he fell a little bit because you know you you watched uh, his film, uh, had a great season at IMG Academy. I think uh, you know he could have easily you know been in that five star discussion, and, um, and I think he still will be. Um, but uh, but a little bit surprising that he fell a few spots. Now you look at any other other ranking site. That's the highest he is, and you know, uh, out of any other ranking site. So, uh, you know, Rivals has him, uh, you know, pretty high. Uh, you know, Monkel Goodwine fell a little bit, uh, but I think that's just, you know, just because other guys rose and he didn't have a, uh, you know, didn't have a football season. Uh, Damon Payne, number thirty-seven, fell just a couple spots, but I think Rivals is pretty, you know, comfortable where he is in that top, you know, forty range. He's kind of been, he's been there throughout the entire year, and uh, you know, I think they like where he's at right now. Uh, so it's just kind of a product of um, uh, you know other guys moving up. To Quincy McKentry, Alabama, uh, you know, top commitment from the state of Alabama, you know, moving up a couple spots, moving up five spots. Um, so now, you know, so you know, so solidly in that top uh, 50, you know, going over, you know, to the other side a little bit, Christian Leary, uh, once again, fell a few spots, but, uh, but, you know, number 53, that's, uh, you know, that's pretty good. TJ Ferguson, uh, you know, fell a few spots to, uh, to number 58. Um, Deontay Lawson, big move for him. We've been preaching about Deontay Lawson all year long, you know, thought he was one of the most underrated recruits in the country. Had an unbelievable uh, senior season this year and uh, got a much deserved rankings boost. I, I still think he might be a little bit underrated, but um, but you know, I think you know, just being in the top 100, being the number 61 overall player in the country, you know, uh, you know, big big move for him. Um, Ajay Hall making a big move was just outside the uh, the rivals 100. I think a lot of people wanted to see you know how he was going to perform this year. You know, you know, once again, you know, he was at uh, you know. Different high school last season, transferred to IMG Academy, 
uh, this spring, then transferred to Bloomingdale High School and uh, has had a great season, still playing right now. You know, Jalen Milrow moving up a couple spots. Kadarius Callaway, wow. I mean, coming from being a three-star, um, you know, outside the Rivals 250 to all the way into the Rivals 100. And uh, I've said this many times for many, many years. The state of Mississippi, for some reason or, or another, they always get, you know, ranked last. And I'm not saying, you know, they get ranked, um, you know, back in the spring, you know, you look at everybody, then you rank Mississippi. No, they usually get ranked in about December. That's when we start seeing these guys for some reason, uh, you know, start getting all the attention and uh, really start moving up in the rankings. And I think a lot of that's just because a lot of these Mississippi kids, for some reason, just they don't go to many camps. And um, this year, obviously, you know, Kadarius Callaway and every other recruit in the country didn't get a chance to go to camps. Um, you know, they didn't get a chance to be seen during the spring. And he was committed to Mississippi State, uh, you know, for a long while and and then flipped to Alabama. So recruiting analysts wanted to see him a little bit more this year. You know, I know, um, you know, I think it was back in October, you know, rivals got a chance to go out and see him. And, uh, you know, I think they, you know, they determined, you know, this kid, <laughs> this kid is an absolute stud. Um, yeah, had a great junior season, but, you know, they weren't going to go off just his junior film. They wanted to see uh, him in person. That's kind of how they usually are. They want to see these guys, uh, you know, up close in person. They want to see them perform, you know, whether that's at a high school game or if it's, uh, you know, at a camp, uh, you know, against elite competition. Um, you know, Kendrick Blackshire coming back off an injury from his junior season, missed his entire junior season, back full force, up 39 spots. Um, you know, Kane Williams dropped a little bit, uh, but still in the, uh, you know, top 170 players in the country. Ian Jackson out of Prattville High School, he rose a little bit, you know, after having a, um, a pretty good season. But, you know, you look at some of these other guys who are on the list that are, uh, Alabama targets and Alabama is still heavily going after, um, you know, we talked about Mason Smith and JT Tillamola earlier, Kamar Wheaton, you know, Sage Ryan, uh, LSU commitment. Alabama's still, you know, trying to recruit him, trying to see if there's something, you know, still, uh, still there with him. He made a move uh, up to five stars uh, to me, say Adelier, uh dropping a little bit, but still a five-star recruit, um, you know, didn't play this season as a, uh, as a senior, uh, but still in the five-star category, Shamar Turner, um, big move for him. Um, you know, Samar Turner, one of the top defensive linemen from Texas, uh, and moves inside the uh, the top 100 all the way to uh, to number 27. Um, you know, like I kind of said earlier, we talked about um, you know the state of Florida finally getting some uh, some recognition. Xavier Sori all the way up to uh, number 48, moved up 153 spots. Terry Arnold, who we've you know talked about many many times on this show, is you know one of Alabama's premier you know, remaining targets in this class from, uh, you know, up 135 spots to number 59. And I, I think he's still underrated. I mean, I think he's uh, a top 30 overall player in the country. Um, you know, Xavier Worthy, who just visited Alabama this past weekend, fell a couple spots. And I think, you know, once again, just not being able to play this upcoming, you know, not this upcoming season, but this season um, and other players being able to move up, um, you know, that kind of, you know, I wouldn't say hurt him because he's still kind of in that, you know, range where he's been. Um, and then Brian Thomas at 139. I was, that was probably the one I was maybe the most shocked about. Um, you know, Brian Thomas was, I think he was number, 
you know, 90, what is that? Whatever that is. Um, I can't add right now, but, um, but he was in the top 100 felt falls out of the top 100 and, uh, you know, at number 139, but, um, but yeah, I think Brian Thomas still one of the absolute best wide receivers in the entire country. And, and certainly somebody that, um, you know, that Alabama still would love to add in this class. So, um, you know, that's kind of it. Those are the kind of the main guys, uh, that, you know, Alabama commitments, Alabama targets. Now, there are some guys that, you know, didn't get, you know, put into the Rivals 250. Um, I think one guy in particular that Alabama fans were really hoping, you know, to see in there was Devontae Smith. I was hoping to see Devontae Smith in there. You know, he's a guy that um, I was really impressed with off of his junior, junior film uh, and his senior film. And, um, you know, Rivals wanted to see him in person. Rivals went to go watch him play. Um, I, I think it was about three or four weeks ago. Maybe it was three weeks ago. It was right before the rankings, uh, you know, got done, and um, and they ended up, you know, he ended up not playing that night. So, uh, so didn't get a chance to evaluate him. He finally sent his sent in his senior highlights, and rivals had already, you know, put the rankings together. So, I think he'll, he's going to end up getting bumped up, um, which I'm sure some fans will be upset about that from other schools because they just see another, uh, um, you know, Alabama kid moving up in the rankings. But you know, I think it's justified. I, you know, I think he's one of the top players in the country, and, and certainly, uh, you know, a guy that you know should be in that 250. But you got to evaluate him. You got to watch him. You got to see, you know, how he performs. And um, you know, I think rivals will get a chance to do that. You know, after uh, you know after this season, and um, you know, in in the uh, January update, we'll probably see a couple more guys. Probably see some guys move up. You know, you know, you, know, you may see some guys move down. It just all kind of depends on um, you know if they're able to uh, you know really go out and and go to any other you know state championship games, um, you know local all star games like the Alabama Mississippi All Star Classic. There's not going to be any any um, you know major national all star games this year. You know, obviously, the Under Armour game was canceled. Um, the, uh, the all American bowl, uh, in San Antonio was canceled. Uh, I can't remember if the Polynesian bowl, uh, is still on or not that that may still be going on, but, um, but yeah, I mean, there's still some, a few, you know, t- uh, evaluation periods that they're going to be able to see some guys and, uh, you know, maybe we'll see some guys move up. Here with Andrew Bone of BamiInsider.com. Bone, that was a lengthy update, man. We appreciate it. I mean, Bone coming with it. We appreciate it. Um, and you don't have to wait every single Tuesday for your recruiting update. Just simply go to Bama Insider. Uh, sign up right now. we got a special promo when you sign up for annual subscription. Uh, $75 right now and you get a gift card to Nike or Converse. And you can go get your gear. Um, now, perfect time with the holidays, uh, kind of around the holiday season. Here with Andrew Bone talking about Alabama's number one ranked recruiting class. Alabama also ranked number one in the college football playoff rankings. We just had that show an hour ago with Mick Gillespie. So Alabama on top right now of the college football mountain. And um, Alabama just recently added uh, two more five stars to the mix. Uh, And, Bone, you kind of touched on it a a little bit earlier, but we'll go ahead and highlight these young men a little bit more in depth right here. And um, that's not the graphic I was looking for. This is the graphic. Let's talk about those guys next. Um, Right here, you got Dallas Turner. Outside linebacker, um, you got J.C. Latham, who moved up, as you said, to number two overall, which was a tremendous uh, boost for him. What do you like about each of these guys? And, of course, Tommy Brockemeyer is is the additional uh, five-star in this class on Rivals. Now, of course, there's other places where there's more five-stars. This is a dynamic class any way you spin it. But let's highlight these guys, starting with uh, um, Dallas Turner, and then we'll go uh, with J.C. Latham. You know, such a tremendous uh, asset, you know, landing these guys um, to – 
offensive tackles, Tommy Brockemeyer, J.C. Latham. But let's focus on uh, Dallas Turner right now and give him his due. I mean, five-star, well-deserving. What do you like about him, and, and what does he bring to the table? Well, speed. I mean, he's uh, you know extremely fast off the edge, uh, quick twitch. I mean, he's just a uh, you know a very explosive player. I mean, you know, reminds you know many people a lot of uh, you know William Anderson, who Alabama signed last year. Just a uh, you know very explosive, you know, great pass rusher. Uh, a six foot, you know, four and a half, about two hundred fifty pounds. You know, right now, I mean, he just continues to get bigger. I'm very interested to kind of see, um, you know, what the future holds for him because of uh you know just his development over the course of the last few years he keeps getting bigger keeps getting you know stronger keeps getting faster you know will he potentially grow into a uh you know defensive end could he potentially even be a defensive tackle you know we saw you know a, a former uh, alabama great um you know about his size uh, coming out of high school and jonathan allen and um, you know many people thought you know jonathan allen could he you know potentially even play linebacker would, it, would he be a jack linebacker would he be you know a defensive end and then he just grew into a, you know one of the top defense tackles in the country so you know it's very possible that we see dallas turner you know develop in that role but as of right now i think he's probably going to be you know an outside pass rusher you know a lot like we're seeing out of william anderson this year but uh extremely uh an extremely impressive player from uh from south florida and then you know jc latham i mean unbelievable uh you know his development and uh his rise over the course of the last couple of years i mean this is a guy who started out um you know during his high school career as a defensive lineman um and Alabama was, you know, kind of, you know, in on him early on as a defensive lineman. And then um, then he ends up moving to the offensive side of the ball uh, during his junior season at IMG Academy. So he's only played offensive line two years. And, um, you know, he has really developed into the one of the, you know, premier players uh, in the entire country. Just, you know, extremely athletic, you know, moves extremely well, very strong, very powerful, and uh, you know, just an excellent pass walker. I mean, playing at IMG Academy, you know, playing against, um, you know, top pro programs week in and week out uh, and just going out there and dominating, you know, every single game. So, you know, I think he, you know, his rankings very justified as being the, uh, you know, a five-star, you know, the number two player in the country. And, you know, what a lot of this, you know, a lot of the rankings are, it's not how good you are in high school. It's, you know, how good are you going to be, you know, once you get to college, how good are you going to be, um, you know, in three years, and, you know, are you going to be an all American? Are you going to be a first round NFL draft pick? And, you know, that's what a lot of people look, you know, that's what a lot of the rankings uh, are all about. You know, everybody gets mad. Oh, well, this guy had, you know, 3000 yards rushing uh, during his, you know, senior season, you know, at this high school, or this guy had 5000 yards passing at, at this high school, he should be a five star. Well, how many yards passing? How many yards rushing is he going to have once he gets to that next level? Is he going to develop into an all-american uh you know a heisman trophy candidate a first round nfl draft pick you know that's what you know these uh you know these evaluators are really looking at um you know we've seen a lot of guys that have come to alabama as a five-star and you know a high four-star rivals 100 type player and just because they didn't get on the field as a uh, as a true freshman people say oh well that guy was bust well Couple, you know, you wait a couple of years, you see those guys develop into, uh, you know, first round NFL draft picks. And that's what you know, these rankings are really all about.
here with Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com talking about Alabama's two new five stars. Remember to hit the thumbs up. All Super Chats also go to Andrew Bone. And don't forget that you can buy his book, um, which we'll talk about later on in the show. We'll put the uh, book link in the description box so you can read all about the history of Alabama football recruiting. Tremendous book right now. Uh, great reviews on Amazon. So we'll certainly talk about that towards the end of the show. Um, Bone, as we as we now talk about J.C. Latham. This is a guy um, we are really excited about. And to see him number two in the overall rankings, a tremendous jump. Uh, I mean, you look at who Alabama has right now starting at the outside tackle, Evan Neal. Um, J.C. Latham also from the IMG Academy coming in. Uh, what do you like about him? I mean, such a um, he, he's a monster, right? He's got the size. He's got the athleticism. Guys continue. It, it's like IMG's uh, a farm league almost for Alabama. You look at kind of the guys that have come out of there. Uh, let's talk about J.C. Latham. And, um, you know, after this, we'll put some highlights so you guys can kind of have a package of uh, what he brings to the table. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to like about him, and he comes from a great program, as you said. And um, you know, as I said earlier, he's uh, you know certainly has uh, you know developed into one of the premier offensive tackles in the country. Works with great offensive line coaches down at IMG Academy. Has a great strength and conditioning program down there. You know, so you know, IMG Academy is kind of like you know Alabama football of, of high school football. I mean, it's an absolute factory, and you know, you're playing up against you know, elite competition every day. You know, not just on Friday nights, but you know during practice. I mean, he's going up against you know players who have major scholarship offers and are you know going to go to Alabama, are going to go to Georgia, are going to go to you know Ohio State or or Clemson. You know, that's who he's going up against every single day. So uh, so going up against that competition really you know kind of helps prepare you for that uh, for that next level. But um, you know I think you know his size, uh, his power, his strength. Um, you know, and from playing on the defensive line, I think that's even helped him, uh, you know, from a, uh, you know, f especially from a physicality standpoint and just understanding the game and understanding, you know, the mindset of a defensive lineman and, and knowing what he's going to try to do. So this is a guy who's going to be a really, really, really special uh, college football player. And you know, like I said, coming from IMG Academy, I think it really is going to prepare him for that. And, you know, we saw Evan Neal come in uh, as a true freshman and, and, and do extremely well. And I, I think there's, you know, a really good chance that we're going to see uh, J.C. Latham do the same. I mean, you know, there's going to be some uh, some holes to fill on that offensive line um, here in the future at Alabama, especially next year. And, you know, Alabama has recruited one of the absolute best offensive line classes that I've seen uh, in the last several years of covering uh, high school football recruiting and, you know, with J.C. Latham and, you know, Tommy Brockermeyer and, you know, T.J. Ferguson. T.J. Ferguson's not a five-star, but, you know, number 58 overall player in the country. So Alabama has three commitments on the offensive line who are ranked in the top 58 players in the entire country. I think that's, uh, you know, that's pretty incredible. And, uh, you know, they also have uh, James Brockermeyer, um, who had an unbelievable season before uh, uh, before breaking his ankle uh, a couple weeks ago. So, you know, hopefully James will come back you know, stronger than ever, but, uh, but, you know, even James, uh, you know, very, very talented offensive line. It's a great offensive line class for Alabama. Um, you know, Anquin Barnes is another guy that you know, is committed to Alabama. Um, he's a defensive lineman, but you never know. He can, he's played a lot of, uh, offensive line this season for, uh, for Lee high school in Montgomery. You know, there's a, you know, always probably a chance that he could potentially, you know, grow into an offensive lineman at the college level. So that would be five offensive linemen in this class if he does make the move. But as of right now, probably still on the defensive front. So uh, we'll see what happens with him. But, you know, it's certainly one of the best offensive line classes that I've seen. 
here with Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com talking about Alabama's very dynamic recruiting class, the class of 2021. Make sure to hit the thumbs up, like, and subscribe. J.C. Latham now five-star, Dallas Turner now five-star, and of course, as Bone mentioned, uh, Tommy Brockemeyer also five-star. This class has it all, and, and just as Bone has said, I mean, this offensive line um, class is, is truly dynamic. But now, I, Bone, I wanted to talk about a couple guys that are key targets for Alabama, and, and you just had a, a great article recently uh, speaking with uh, Tumise Adelier. Uh, you can read more on BamaInsider.com, but um, he recently put out a tweet, and this was after watching Alabama uh, take it to Auburn 42-13. to 13. He said, um, you know, thinking about shutting it down. I mean, kind of what, what's the overall with Tumise Adelier? This would be a, a gigantic kind of charity on top to the end of this class. Um, what's kind of the latest with him? And, um, you know, you, you spoke with him, so you, you would know kind of where things stand as of right now. Yeah, you know, it's big getting uh, Tumise Adelier on campus this, uh, this past weekend along with his father. Um, you know, hanging out, you know, in Tuscaloosa. And, you know, he didn't get a chance to uh, to hang out with the coaches because of the recruiting dead period, but he was on campus and got a chance to walk around and also hung out with, uh, with a former, um, you know, big-time high school football recruit who's a true freshman, just, you know, absolutely tearing it up is uh, Tim Smith. So he knows he'd be playing alongside side Tim Smith, um, you know, in the you know, next couple of years. So I uh, so spent a lot of time with him. And, uh, you know, I do think that Alabama has uh, really made a strong move with him, you know, I think, in my opinion, I think they're in the driver's seat. Now, will he potentially shut it down here before uh, signing day? Uh, it's possible. I mean, he tweeted out uh, you know, just last night uh, that he's looking for somebody that can do a uh, commitment video. So you never know. We may see something happen before signing day, uh, or he may just you know, not talk to anybody before signing day. So uh, you never know what how it may all unfold, but I do like Alabama's chances with him. Um, you know, I think Florida's probably starting to fade a little bit just because he hasn't been able to get uh, back to Gainesville. Uh, I think it's going to be more so between Alabama and Texas A&M uh, with him. And, uh, you know, having Jalen Milrow, uh, Alabama commitment, uh, quarterback commitment, um, you know, I think, you know, him – we're heavily recruiting him to try to join him in Tuscaloosa. I think that's helped. But you know, I also think, um, you know, Alabama's development of defensive linemen, uh, the tradition there, and, um, you know, just the way that Alabama's recruited him, I feel like, you know, that that's really going to play a big role in, uh, in his decisions. But as of right now, I would lean towards him uh, committing to Alabama. Wow. That's just amazing news. I mean, th this whole year, I mean, despite all the things that have happened in 2020, I mean, this recruiting class has really been almost the best thing about it. This and Alabama's incredible run this year. I mean, these guys are unfazable. It's kind of the Bama factor. I mean, Nick Saban's, you know, been recruiting from his recliner this, you know, these last couple of days and still been killing it. And uh, it's really amazing to see kind of just what, what he's built because it speaks volumes on the field in recruiting. Um, another guy just released his top five, and that is uh, Terry and Arnold. Um, What's kind of the status on him? Because this is a guy that I think Alabama fans would love to get. Um, you know, they Alabama already has Jaquincy McKinstry in this class, but Terry and Arnold seems like he could be a, a similar type player in that secondary. A guy who's very athletic, also a very talented basketball player. Um, I'm not sure whether he was uh, able to make it on, on campus. I think you said he had a basketball game, but where, where do things sit with Terry and Arnold kind of as we head uh, into the month of December? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. You know, Terry Arnold told me, he said, um, you yeah, know, the more super chats that y'all give to Andrew Bone, the more likely I'm going to end up coming to Alabama. So, um, so you guys better load up. <laughs> um, 
But no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, Taryn Arnold, um, you know, I, got, I had a chance to speak to him last week and, uh, you know, he came out of his top five today. And, you know, he did want to visit Alabama this past weekend, uh, you know, had a basketball game instead. So he had to attend that. Couldn't make it, but uh, but still kind of hoping that he ends up making it uh, to Tuscaloosa before uh, before signing day, which he's not going to be making a decision until February the 3rd. So got a little bit more time to go in his recruitment. Um, does have a top five, came out with that top five today. Uh, Alabama, uh, Alabama, Florida, uh, Georgia. Those are the top three that we kind of knew uh, going into it. And then he added LSU and Texas A&M. Um, I don't know if I was surprised by those two schools. Um, you know, I just hadn't heard them mentioned as much as Alabama, Georgia, and, and Florida throughout his recruitment. But uh, but they're in it. Um, still don't really see him going to one of those two schools. I still think it's, you know, Alabama, Georgia, or Florida. Um, it's going to be a tight race. I mean, Alabama really wants him as a part of this recruiting class. Nick Saban, uh, you know, has done a great job recruiting him, uh, you know, has really taken a personal interest in, uh, in trying to get him on board. So, you know, really going <laughs> to um, – you're thank you, Gelato. I appreciate that. I'll let, I'll let Terry know you did that. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I still think Alabama's got a great chance with, uh, with Terry. Um, you know, it's hard to say which school leads for him right now, but, uh, but I, I think it most likely will come down to those three schools, um, you know, Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. Here with Andrew Bone talking Alabama Crimson Tide recruiting. Remember, you go to BamaInsider.com any single day and get all the coverage, all those nuggets that you crave. Get behind that pesky paywall right now with a uh, promo code that we're running, and here it is. It's a holiday special. Pay $75 right now and get $75 in Nike gear. Promo code is Nike75. Uh, go to BamaInsider.com, the promo code at the top page of the screen. Here with Andrew Bone. And remember, if you're on the go, you can always go to the Bama Insider podcast and uh, check out all our Great content. Just search the Bama Insider podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can play it on your uh, Alexa or whatever. Just say, uh, hey, Alexa, play the Bama Insider podcast and away you go. Um, Bone, Xavier uh, Worthy is um, looks like he's down to two. I, I think the tweet came out recently. He's kind of like Alabama or Michigan. I think he's going to announce his decision somewhere in mid-December. What's kind of the latest on a four-star talent out of Fresno, California? Yeah, this is a guy that we've uh, we've also talked about for a long time, and I've mentioned for a long time that I feel like if uh, if he would have been able to make it to Tuscaloosa during the summer, during the spring, um, there was a good chance that he would probably be on Alabama's commitment list uh, instead of Michigan's. And um, you know, luckily for Alabama, they were able to get him uh, on campus this past weekend. Him and his mom, uh, you know, visited Tuscaloosa, and, and you know, he's still committed to Michigan. Um, you know, he's not, he hasn't reopened his recruitment at all. Um, but says he's going to be announcing between Alabama and Michigan, uh, on December the 16th. And, you know, he says no interviews. He didn't want to talk to anybody. You know, I think this is a very tough decision for him and, and talking to, you know, some people close to him, talking to, you know, all of our sources over the course of the last, um, you know, 48 hours about worthy. Um, this is not a slam dunk flip. Um, I think there's, you know, a lot of expectations that he's definitely going to flip. And I think a lot of people think that because he visited uh, Alabama, because of everything going on at Michigan, you know, who knows what the future may hold, um, you know, with Coach Harbaugh or, or any of the assistant coaches there. I mean, uh, you just never know. I mean, it, things have just have not gone well at Michigan this year. Um, but he's still committed to the Wolverines, and you got to get him to flip. And uh, he has not flipped. He has not told Alabama, you know, I'm a 
private commitment or anything like that. I think people probably assume that's the case, but that's not the case. Um, Alabama still has some work to do. Um, you know, they have to uh, win over his mom. And I think that's, you know, one of the biggest things right there. I think she's very comfortable with Michigan. And I think she's been very comfortable with Michigan, um, you know, for a long time and, and has a really good relationship with the coaching staff there. And, you know, originally from Detroit. So, you know, that's something that, um, you know, I think she really likes Michigan a lot. So you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, Landon Collins' mom really wanted him at LSU, uh, but he ended up going, well, you know, every situation is different. I mean, you know, I, I think that at the same time, Worthy still likes Michigan, but I do think that uh, he likes Alabama a lot. And I, I think there's a good chance that he could end up at Alabama, but at the same time, I think that there's a chance he could still stick with Michigan. I, I, don't, I just don't want to say it's a slam dunk or it's, you know, definitely over yet. I think there's still some work to do behind the scenes. Um, I think you still got to, you know, win over the mom. Uh, you know, I think that's going to be a really big, uh, you know, situation there, just trying to win her over, trying to give, you know, all the information, uh, you know, possible. Because, you know, I would say prior to the trip to Tuscaloosa uh, and visiting Alabama, they weren't thinking about a flip. You know, they weren't thinking, but, you know, I don't think his mom was thinking he was going to flip. I don't think he was thinking he was going to flip. But now that he's visited, now he's thinking, you know, Alabama's in this thing. And uh, I think, you know, they're going to continue to do kind of their due diligence on Alabama and get all the information uh, that they possibly can to to make that decision because they know everything about Michigan. They've, you know, been recruited by them, talking to them for months and months and months. So, um, you know, you got to – just win them over and, and see what happens. But Alabama loves Xavier Worthy. They always have. They've compared him to Devontae Smith. And obviously we saw Devontae Smith have an unbelievable game uh, again uh, this past weekend and, uh, you know, a very explosive offense. So uh, I think Alabama certainly got a chance there, but I just wouldn't celebrate just yet, Alabama fans. Just hold off for right now. Just let it kind of play out and, uh, you know, see how it all unfolds. But, um Alabama is certainly a, a a very strong contender here, and that's uh, you know that's a lot different than what we were saying a few weeks ago when we were saying he's got to visit to have a chance. And now he's visited. Now they got a chance, and uh, let's see how it all plays out. All right, we'll take a couple of questions, and um, I, I don't know how how long we're going to go on the show. Uh, we've we've kind of covered a lot of ground. Bones, you know, talked about you know twenty seven minutes out of this thirty three minute show, so might have to give him a blow. But we'll take a couple of questions. And uh, Big Buck opens it up, and he's like, "Does Bama even have room for all these guys?" Because when you look at uh, Alabama's recruiting class, I think that's a great question. I mean, uh, and you're always asked this, Bone. What are the numbers? What are the numbers looking like? And you're always like, don't worry about the numbers. But I'm kind of getting a little worried about the numbers because Alabama has uh, 22 commitments. Uh, I mean, this class is rolling. Uh, how much room is there? <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> um, you know, I, I would say, you know, there's probably three to four more spots that are out there. Um and, you know, Alabama is going to have to really work on these numbers. And, you know, I, I don't know how it's going to, you know, if let's say Xavier Worthy, Brian Thomas, Terry Arnold, you know, to me, say Delia, JT Tomola, all want to jump on board. Mason Smith. I don't know what they're going to do. Now, that's a very good problem to have. And it's just, you know, it's probably not going to happen. Um, you know, Alabama is not going to be able to get all of those guys. Um, that's just not 
feasible. I just don't think Alabama is going to be able to do that. But, um, you know, and a few of them, you know, JT Tullamola, um, Taryn Arnold, these are guys who are going to be waiting until February to decide. So after we get through this early signing period and everybody gets signed, uh, you know, Alabama will have a pretty good idea, you know, how many spots are still out there, who can they get on board, um, you know, because you're going to see, you know, to me, say Adelia, you're going to see Mason Smith, um, you know, Xavier Sori, Xavier Worthy. All these guys are making decisions um, in the next couple of weeks. So we'll we'll find out a lot about these guys and uh, kind of see. But, you know, in my opinion, I think, you know, when Alabama is, you know, looking at the board, you know, who are the guys that we absolutely must have? Um, I want to name names, but I'll say, you know, they definitely want to get another defensive back. They definitely want to get uh, another defensive lineman. They definitely uh, want to get another wide receiver. And, uh, you know, there's some big-time players that are still out there that they're heavily recruiting, that they're heavily involved in, that they're in the top two, top three, four right now. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to kind of see how it uh, all plays out. But I I think Alabama can land some some absolute studs over the course of the next few weeks and, um, you know, could be, you know, really close to wrapping up its recruiting class. Here with Andrew Bone. Remember to hit the thumbs up, like, and subscribe. We're coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama, talking about Alabama's fantastic class of 2021. You can catch all the coverage back at BamaInsider.com. Uh, Matt Swaggy, uh, what's up, man? Thank you so much for always joining in and, um, you know, always asking about JT Tulamola. He, I, it would make Matt's Christmas. It would make everybody's Christmas if if uh, JT was to jump on board with the Alabama Crimson Tide, I'm sure. Um, th- do we have even a commitment date yet for uh, JT? Yeah, I mean, as of right now, he still plans on waiting until February to decide. Um, you know, it's still looking like, you know, Ohio, Ohio State still seems like the leader, uh, you know, followed by Alabama, but Alabama's in it. You know, Alabama is in the race. Um, you know, we've said that for a while, that they are in it. Um, you know, they're just continuing to chip away, continuing to recruit, and, um, you know, kind of just, you know, waiting and, and seeing what happens. Maybe he ends up making a trip to Tuscaloosa uh, in January, you know, or back to Columbus in January and, and seeing everything, you know, once again. But I think it's a two-team race between those two schools right now. Here with uh, Andrew Bone. And uh, if you have a couple of questions, you can post them in the comment box. I'm not sure how long we'll take it tonight, but, um, you know, we're uh, talking recruiting and, um, you know, answering your questions right here with Andrew Bone. And uh, we'll definitely talk about his book, and we'll put the link in the description box if you want to uh, go read about the historical aspect of uh, The Crimson Side. Really great book, great reviews on Amazon. So, uh, um, And if you have maybe a few uh, 2022, we've been kind of touching on that. And uh, I think we have one coming in um, from uh, Tia Carter. What's up, Tia? Hope all is well. Out of all the re- remaining targets, um, what do you think will have the best chance of getting their national letter of intent out of all the remaining targets? Whew, um, always put me on the spot to you. Uh, <laughs> you know, somebody asked me on our board today, I said, can you, you know, who is the most likely to least likely and listed about eight names. And, you know, it's going to be, it was, it was very difficult to kind of think of, you know, I had some guys that I felt like, you know, we're probably not going to go to Alabama, but in terms of most likely, you know, there's about, you know, four or five guys who I think are just uh, complete toss-ups. I think they could do, you know, just about anything, and it wouldn't surprise me. Um, if I had to pick one guy, though, um, I would probably go with Tumise Adelier. Uh, I think the five-star defensive end is leaning towards Alabama. Now, as many people know, and I know Tia knows this, 
he he's been uh, you know he's been very tough to track in terms of uh, you know just about every single week it seems like there's a new leader not necessarily him saying it but uh, but you know it seems like there's buzz for uh, Texas A&M one week there's buzz for Alabama the next and then there's some buzz about Florida it's just uh, it's kind of gone back and forth but I think. I think this weekend down in Tuscaloosa and, and hanging out with uh you know with Tim Smith and just being on campus and and you know, knowing what Alabama is all about, knowing that Alabama can get him uh, where he wants to be, um, you know, I think that uh, and they're showing uh, uh, you know against Auburn, uh, you know obviously just dominant performance out there, um, you know I think that really stands out to him and, and I think Alabama's in in great shape with him. So if I had to pick one guy that I feel like Alabama and I wasn't saying this last week, um, you know, but uh, yeah, I think after this weekend, I think this weekend certainly helped with. Uh, with with him in that regard all right we got another one coming in right away bone we got a uh, shot sub shot thanks for watching appreciate how uh, you joining us make sure you hit the thumbs up like and subscribe uh xavier worthy uh brian thomas jr or both yeah bama wants both i mean bama will take both uh people keep saying oh there's no room for both there you know there it's who's ever going to commit first no no that's just not true Alabama would take both of these guys in a heartbeat. They love both of them. They've heavily recruited both of them. They want both of them. Um, trust me on that. And I would probably lean more towards Brian Thomas um, right now. I think they're just probably – and I'm not saying Alabama's not going to get Xavier Worthy. I think Alabama's got a great chance to get Xavier Worthy. But I'm leaning a little bit more towards Thomas just because – He's not committed yet. You know, he's not committed anywhere. Um, he's very open to leaving Louisiana. I think Alabama's in the driver's seat for him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, you still have to win over the mom uh, with Xavier Worthy. Um, and then I think that's going to be a, not necessarily really, really hard, but I think it's going to be harder than what people just automatically assume. Um, but I think Alabama's still got a great chance to land Xavier Worthy. But if I had to pick one or the other in terms of, best chance i would go thomas but i still think alabama's got a uh you know a chance to land both here with bone talking uh recruiting about this class bone um as, as we talked about our scheduling for you know kind of the rest of this week you mentioned that on thursday you're you're going to be kind of taking a look at guys who could be signing um during that early signing period why don't you tell everyone when the early signing period is and um kind of what's on tap the rest of this week recruiting wise yeah, you know, it's coming up here pretty soon, December the 16th. We're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of decisions. Probably see some decisions kind of happen throughout the, uh, you know, a couple of days, you know, during the 16th, 17th, and 18th. Um, most of Alabama's key targets are going to be making a decision uh, on, you know, during that early signing period. Now, like I said earlier, there's still going to be a few guys that are going to be waiting. Um, you know, Terry Arnold's going to wait. Uh, JT Tullamola is going to wait. So kind of, you know, Forget about those guys from making decisions. Now, you never know. I mean, we've seen some guys in the past have said they're going to wait until February, then boom, all of a sudden, uh, you know, they make that decision on um, uh, during that early signing period because they're just ready to get it all over with. But this is a different year. This is a different situation this year because of COVID, because kids haven't been able to take visits. Um, and, you know, they're not getting the in-home visits in the month of December from, uh, you know, Nick Saban and, and every other, you know, head coach trying to win them over. Uh, you know, these coaches are still having to um, 
to do Zoom calls and uh, and talk to them over the phone and through text messages. Uh, and you know, a lot of these kids, you know, haven't been able to take visits. So, you know, Terry and Arnold, like I said, you know, wanted to visit Alabama this past weekend, couldn't. JT Tillamola hasn't visited uh, Alabama in a couple of years. Still wants to try to get there. So those guys are going to wait uh, until um, until February. But we're going to see most of these guys make decisions. We're going to be making a, you know, a list of all the uh, potential early enrollees for Alabama, which is going to be several. I mean, there's there's double digit um, early enrollees for Alabama uh, in this recruiting class. I mean, it, it's a high number. I mean, it's I think it's 15 plus uh, you know commitments right now planning on uh, enrolling early. Maybe it, may, it might be 13 or 14, but it's it's a much higher number than, than normal. So, you know, getting a lot of these guys on campus early on um, in their career in January is going to be huge, very beneficial for a lot of these guys. And, you know, I know Alabama is very excited uh, to get, get things going with a lot of these guys as well. Because guess what? You know, Alabama hadn't even seen a lot of these guys, you know, in person in, um, you know, in a year. And some of them they haven't seen in person uh, at all. You know, they, you know, Christian Leary, uh, you know, JC Latham, these are guys that never, have never even stepped foot on Alabama's campus. So, uh, it's going to be interesting once they, uh, once they finally, uh, you know, visit Tuscaloosa for the first time, it's going to be, uh, when they're moving there. Hey, uh, thanks. Thanks so much, Sam, for the super chat. A super chat is basically like tips. Uh, so if you want to tip out Andrew Bone, um, all super chats on his shows go to Andrew Bone. We really appreciate it. Uh, thumbs up goes a long way as well. But the super chats certainly uh, help. And uh, Sam, he's like, Bone, what are some uh, 2021 uh, quarterbacks that are on Alabama's radar? Yeah, thank you, Sam. Appreciate that, man. $10. That's, uh, that's awesome. Appreciate the uh, tip. Um, you know, as of right now, I think with you know, Alabama, you know, just evaluating a lot of 2022 guys, you know, Ty Simpson um, yeah, out of Tennessee visited Tuscaloosa, um, you know, a few weekends ago. Um, you know, he's certainly a guy that Alabama likes a lot and, um, you know, certainly probably, you know, probably, you know, number one guy on their you know, recruiting board right now uh, in terms of quarterbacks. Um, has visited Alabama, I think, six times, uh, maybe seven. Um they like him a lot, so he's certainly somebody that um, that they have high interest in. Um, you know, Tanner Bailey uh, from Gordo High School, uh, playing in the state championship this week. Um, you know, he's another guy that Alabama you know has a lot of interest in. Uh, MJ Morse uh, out of Georgia, you know, another guy that they've uh, shown some good interest in early on, and you know, I think a lot of guys are still kind of in that evaluation stage. Um, you know, they Alabama wants to see you know, a lot of these guys, and hopefully they'll have a football camp. Uh, you know, next summer so they can evaluate these guys in person. You know, luckily they're, uh, you know, quarterback that they have committed right now. Um, Jalen Milrow, you know, it's not like they just, they haven't seen Jalen Milrow at all. Jalen Milrow uh, competed in Alabama's camp last summer, um, two summers ago, and was one of the best quarterbacks there and would have taken a commitment from him. But Drake May committed first, and Drake May had, uh, you know, was, he committed before Bryce Young had even committed. Uh, to Alabama. So Alabama couldn't take another quarterback at that time. You know, it all worked out in the end with Jalen Milrow jumping on board, but, you know, they were able to evaluate him at least, um, you know, before they took a commitment from him. So you know, Alabama really likes to evaluate quarterbacks, uh, you know, in person, in camp, uh, you know, typically before they get a chance to, uh, um, you know, really push for him. But, you know, Ty Simpson, Tanner Bailey, MJ Morris, those are all guys. Uh, Quinn Ewers, who uh, you know, recently – Decommitted from Texas and committed to Ohio State was a guy that was high on their recruiting board, but um, you know never really thought he was going to end up going to Alabama. But uh, but he was certainly a guy that they liked a lot as well. 
All right. Got a uh, got a couple more and then we're going to kind of end it and uh, kind of get to the end of the show. Uh, but Jeremy Black, uh, thank you so much for watching. We appreciate it. Uh, do you feel pretty solid with all these commits uh, sticking with the Todd? Great job, Kyle and Andrew. We appreciate the support. Uh, Jeremy, go ahead. Bone. Yeah, I do. I mean, for as of right now, I do. Um, you know, it's hard to imagine any flipping now. You know, I think when uh, you know, we're going to see, you know, Xavier Worthy, Brian Thomas, you know, making decisions, um, you know, relatively soon. You know, let's say Alabama gets both of those guys on the commitment board. Does that potentially, um, you know, throw somebody off in terms of not necessarily Alabama trying to kick somebody out of the class? Alabama loves all their, their wide receiver commitments. They they think they have the best receiver class in the country. But you end up getting uh, two more wide receivers on board. Does one of the current wide receivers potentially – start to look elsewhere or look at some other options and, and potentially flip. Yeah, you, you just don't know how it's going to uh, work out. So it's something that we're going to continue to watch. But uh, but as of right now, I would say every guy in Alabama's class right now is going to be pretty solid. How about this one, Bone? What's up, Tristan? He's been showing uh, us some love. So we, we got to – I mean, he's asking for the early score prediction. I mean, I think the last line – Alabama's favored by like 28 or something like that. Bone, you thinking uh, Alabama completely rolls uh, down in Baton Rouge once again? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, there, there's Coach Saban coming back. Uh, you know, things aren't going too hot down on the bayou right now. Um, you know, there is not going to be the same type of atmosphere that it, that it normally is uh, at Tiger Stadium. So, you know, it, I think Alabama's got revenge kind of on their mind. And, um, you know, I think they – they were certainly going to put it on them this weekend. And, uh, you know, LSU's, uh, you know, they're hurting right now. You know, they've lost some receivers uh, this week and, um, you know, just not looking too good. And I, I think Mac Jones and that offense, um, you know, going to play, you know, pretty, uh, pretty confident this weekend. And obviously, um, you know, the defense, defense starting to build a lot of momentum right now. Um, you know, Coach Golden, that staff have, uh, you know, have those young guys really, uh, really turned up, you know, dialed in. So I think they've got, uh, they got something to prove down there as well. So I, I would say in terms of a score prediction, whew, um, yeah, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Alabama hangs, you know, 45, 46 on them this weekend. And, uh, you know, say LSU, you know, scores, you know, 17. Uh, I think, you know, maybe more, um, but, you know, I think 46, 17, 46, 14, something like that. That's my prediction may be wrong, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, think they, I, hey, I, I think they covered the spread. Oh, definitely. I, I, I was going to go with, um, I'll go with 45 to six, two field goals. And uh, I think Alabama rolls. And, and it was interesting listening to Nick Saban um, during Monday's press conference. He was like, look, we don't even really look at revenge as kind of a, you know, something that I play off of is because he's like, look, nobody, and he didn't want to sound facetious. He's like, nobody really beats us. So, you know, you can't really even have um, kind of that revenge factor every single year. It's just how things roll. Uh, but I think uh, Nick Saban has certainly uh, watched the video from the locker room 100%. Um, before we uh, wrap it up, Bone, I uh, wanted to talk about your book right here. Uh, the Road to Bama, Incredible Twists and Improbable Turns Along the Alabama Crimson Tide Recruiting Trail. Um, you can get it on Amazon. Makes for a wonderful Christmas present for um, any of your loved ones with just a click of a button on Amazon. Bone, kind of fill them in on um, why they should check out your book, which has incredible uh, five-star ratings. Talk about more five-star ratings, right? Uh, 32 five-stars, and uh, you can get it right now for 1921 on Amazon. We'll put the link in the description box. 
Yeah, I tell you what, whenever I've gone to, uh, you know, any of the bookstores, you know, Barnes and Noble Books a Million or Amazon, um, you know, searching for an Alabama book for, uh, you know, I usually go and search for an Alabama book for, you know, a family member or, you know, a friend for uh, for Christmas. And, um, you know, I think this is the, you know, this is the book this year. This is the book that you need to get because, you know, it tells the story of 18 former Alabama greats, you know, each uh, each chapter is an individual story, so you can bounce around. You can read chapter one, you can read chapter eighteen, you can read chapter seven, and you know you can just pick it up. You know you want to learn about the recruiting uh, recruitment of uh, of Tua, or do you want to learn the recru- about the recruitment of Johnny Musso or Leroy Jordan or John Hanna or Dwight Stevenson, Bobby Humphrey, Marty Lyons. Um, you know, Bobby, uh, excuse me, Cornelius Bennett, David Palmer. I mean, so many Alabama greats, legends that, that we've talked about for, and, and everybody knows about. Um, you know, I had an opportunity to interview every single one of these guys, um, you know, talk to them about their life. And, uh, you know, it didn't just tell the story of their recruitment. We talk about their entire life, um, you know, from, you know, where they were raised, their family life growing up. Um, you know, how they got into, you know, playing sports, um, you know, just different things about their childhood. And, you know, it, it was very fascinating just to learn about, you know, so many of these players because there's just so, you know, so many different backgrounds. You know, some were similar, but but everybody had, had a different story. Um, you know, everybody had a different journey. Um, you know, some were, you know, committed to different schools at one point and ended up flipping to Alabama. I mean, we talked to, you know, TJ Yeldon and, uh, you know, Rashawn Evans and Trent Richardson, um, you know, guys during the Saban era who had just fascinating uh, recruitments. And, you know, these were, you know, five-star type kids that, um, you know, just really were, you know, had a lot of pressure to, uh, you know, to go to one school over another, or, you know, just so many different people in the community pulling them this way or that way. So uh, to speaking, speaking to them, speaking to their family, speaking to uh, you know, high school coaches, mentors, speaking to, you uh, uh, assistant coaches, not only from Alabama, but assistant coaches from um, you know, Auburn or Georgia or wherever it may be, uh, and getting their side of the, the story was uh, you know, very interesting. I think a lot of Alabama fans, uh, at least the ones I've heard who've read it so far, have really enjoyed it, and, and I think uh, many will uh, will certainly enjoy it this uh, this holiday season. So you can, uh, we'll put the link in the description box, and of course, you can uh, definitely check it out on. Um, Bam Insider or, um, you know, go to Amazon and just look for I, what I did when I typed it in just now. I just typed in Andrew Bones recruiting book. So there you go. That That's how easy it was. And there you can go uh, on Amazon, of course. Hey, fam, thank you very much for watching us. Thank you very much for all the support that you give to us. Super chats, a thumbs up whatever. Thanks for just being here and helping our channel grow. It really helps us out. You know, this is a business this is what we do uh, to put food on food on the table for our families. And I, I really want to tell you this, you know, during the holiday season, especially over Thanksgiving, we're able to use uh, some of the funds that we've been able to generate here at Bama Insider to take care of another family um, down in Irvington, Alabama. And I think giving back is really um, something that we all should do, uh, not just only during the holiday season, but, you know, anytime that you can help someone out, I think it's beneficial. So I'm really grateful in that aspect. And you guys, have helped us get there. So keep keep hitting that subscription button, uh, like, and subscribe. We'll catch you uh, tomorrow night as I talk uh, Alabama football coverage right here on BamaInsider.com. You also got another Nick Saban press conference. Tons of coverage coming your way right here on Bama Insider. He's Andrew Bone. I'm Kyle Henderson coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Until next time, my friends, thanks for watching.